taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. It's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and I have with me a friend of the show and a friend of mine, none other than Frederic Valais. Hey, Frederic, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you, David? Thanks for I'm having me back great. on. Always a pleasure. Hey, you have um, uncovered some very, very secret... Um, I'm not going to ask you how you got this information, but very, <laughs> but very secret information about quality score. I yeah, if you share it with us. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, I was on the quality score team at Google for quite a while uh, in my days as the evangelist there, and then after I left, we built a quality score tool uh, so you could track historically how things were changing in your account. Uh, so we did that as part of Optimizer. And we thought it was sort of time to revamp that tool and add a couple of new data points. So we decided to start looking at some of the data that we had tracked through our own accounts. Um, And interestingly enough for us, around the time that we put our new tool in beta, Google was introducing, uh, I think, the first quality score change they've done in two years. Um, Mm -hmm. So that, that certainly made for an interesting timing. Um, but so the, uh, the change, obviously, that Google announced, first of all, that, that kind of gives context to this whole thing was on July 28. They made kind of, a, you know, not a very big deal, but they had a small post on Google Plus that said they were going to change how they assign quality scores for new keywords. Um, and so a couple of things that we found out that we can discuss today, but basically the new average quality score is a six. Uh, we uh-huh. found out how long it takes for keywords to be updated, how many impressions it takes. Uh, we found out some stuff as far as what this change actually means in terms of CPC for accounts. Uh, we analyzed first page bid estimates, and so we have new insights on how often those are updated and what you should think about when using first page bids for uh, bidding purposes. Um, so those are kind of the, the findings that we had. In what way is this different? What was the change from makes it so notable? Yeah, so I mean, what Google used to do was whenever you added a new keyword to the account, they would predict the quality score based on a number of factors they knew, such as historically how the keyword had done for other advertisers, how your ad text and your domain had done across all of the other ads that you might have run, and then third, your account quality score. Um, and account quality score, by the way, that's one of these things where it's it's a bit of a debate. So Hal Varian, Google's chief economist, came out about a year ago and he said there is no such thing as an account level quality score. And I fully agree with him in the sense that you can't call up your Google rep and say, hey, tell me my account quality score, uh, because it's not a number that the reps have access to. But if you think about how Google's quality score system works, it's a machine learning system. And so uh, it only makes sense that that machine learning system, which is basically making predictions from past data on how future performance will be in terms of CTR, that would look back at how you have traditionally done as an advertiser. So that's the account level quality score. 
So these were the three factors they were using to set new starting bids. But now any new keyword that comes into the system is going to start off at a quality score of six. And so that's, uh, you know, they, they made it out to be a pretty small change. But in some ways, I think it's, it's pretty significant. So, yes, <clears throat> uh, I'm sure I recall seeing uh, quality score for new keywords kind of in the basement of three or four. And so this almost, uh, it's almost a... Um, innocent until proven guilty rather than guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I guess it's more like the U.S. law system, right? Uh, and right. unlike the French system, but uh, it is interesting because so in the example that you gave, if you traditionally were coming in with pretty low quality scores, then that would have been kind of a penalty that you had to pay to start playing in the auction. So you had to pay more upfront to prove to Google that you were in fact not guilty. Uh, but there's also the flip side of that. So some advertisers count level quality scores and they would start off with eights and nines. And now that Google's saying, well, we're going to start everyone off with sixes, it's actually costing those advertisers a little bit more money up front. So some of the discounts they would have initially gotten, they no longer get until they, they've proven to Google um, what's going on. And by the way, the other thing that people may not have really read into the Google announcement, but the Google announcement said for new keywords, your quality score will be a six. While that doesn't just mean if I add a new keyword today, the quality score will be six. It also means that for some keywords, probably many keywords in my existing account, they don't have enough data yet. So if my quality score used to be a nine on that, all of a sudden, it became a six. And so what we did, we looked at our quality score tool and we saw for many accounts on um, the day before Google made the announcement, there was actually a dramatic shift in account level quality score. And, uh, and so we also have a little visualization that says how many keywords exist at each level of quality score. And we definitely saw stuff moving towards six. So, uh, you know, like you're saying, some threes and fours all of a sudden got the benefit of becoming six, but at the same time a bunch of eights and nines also became sixes because they didn't have enough data yet right <clears throat> so what's the net effect are you seeing any any um impact from this change yeah so at the accounts that we've looked at definitely see some cpc impact um and again it's sort of that penalty goes away for some advertisers and for other advertisers it's the the benefit of having had good quality score and enjoying the lower cpc goes away temporarily. So there's definitely a, a CPC and cost impact that comes along with this. Um, and that, that to us, that's sort of the net net. The, uh, the other thing that we started looking at then is, well, how long does it really take for a keyword before Google presumably knows what the quality score should be? So at what point can you expect it no longer to be a six? Or if it's still a six, six is then the actual number that Google believes is the right one for that keyword. Um, and so what we did is we did an analysis where we looked at um, all-time history, keywords across an account, and what was the distribution of quality score, uh, different quality scores at different numbers of impressions. So for keywords that had one impression, how many were at a quality score of six? And then for 10 impressions, 100 impressions, 500 impressions, 1,000 impressions. And we saw this uh, curve where the slope is really steep between one to 100 impressions. So as Google was accruing between one and 100 impressions, they were very quickly dropping the number of keywords at a quality score of six. After about 100 impressions, that slope really flattens out. So based on that, we believe that 
at most it takes Google about 100 impressions before they really know what your quality score should be. Um, so that was an interesting new finding because I know that that's often a question we get at conferences is, well, how many impressions should I wait before I know that I'm actually good or bad? Um, so, so we think it's somewhere around 100. Um, and I do want to caveat that, by the way, right? So Google oftentimes knows much quicker than 100 impressions. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is if after 100 impressions, you're not happy with your quality score, you have to figure it's more of something you need to fix as opposed mm-hmm. to just waiting for Google to figure out what's happening. Gotcha. So, for example, if new keywords are introduced and they're rated a 6 and the advertiser really thinks that they should be 9 or 10, uh, they only need to wait 100 impressions for the quality score to, to normalize where it should be? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so, it, of course, it depends on how much volume that keyword uh, gets. I mean, that's because the other factor is not just the number of impressions, but it's also the cycle at which the quality score number in the account is updated. Uh, okay. That happens roughly once a day. Um, and the way that that happens is, is a little tricky as well, and people have to understand it's not like Google says, oh, we're going to go take a look at David's account and update all of his quality scores. Uh, no, it's more of a rolling mechanism. So they might look at one of my accounts and one keyword and say, okay, update the quality score. And then they move on to a keyword in your account. And so they're flipping back and forth between accounts. So it's, it's not like you can go to an account and say, when was the quality score last updated for this account? Um, there's no answer to that. It's kind of a rolling update. But it generally happens after about 24 hours. So each keyword is reevaluated, um, or this quality score number that you see is updated after 24 hours. For keywords with really high volume, it could be multiple times a day. But for any keyword, it's, it's once a day. Let's see what you're saying. Hey, speaking of quality, we have some patrons lined up. Sponsors lined up to give some quality messages here. So, Frederic, please stay with us. And- PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. 
And we are back with Frederic Valles, who is giving us some good, good stuff on quality score, changes that Google has made recently. So, Frederic, you mentioned earlier that you were seeing um, some impact on CPCs, average CPCs. Um, what's the relationship now between quality score and average CPCs? Yeah, and that's a great question. I think that's really important because people stress so much over fixing their quality score uh, because they know it will somehow impact their cost per click that you're bidding. Um, and just to, to briefly explain that, it's basically your ad rank is a factor of your maximum bid as well as your quality score. Um, and nowadays, actually, also your ad extensions performance. Right, but so by improving your quality score, the CPC that you need to pay to maintain your ad rank versus your competitors should go down. Uh, the question has always been, well, how much does it go down? And so I was researching that, and I, I found a couple of tables that have been published by uh, Click Equations and WordStream, and I actually think those tables are not as correct as they, they should be. And basically what these tables are saying is if you go from a quality score of 2 to a 4, that's doubling your quality score, hence your price should drop in half. Um, and that's kind of the old way of thinking, right? Um, where the ad rank was a multiplication of these two factors. Now, the, the thing that this leaves out is that the quality score number that you see in the account is a representation that Google gives you for some underlying actual uh, CTR metric, right? Remember how quality score is very heavily driven by CTR. And so it, it's, it's not correct to assume that a quality score number of four means you have twice the CTR, uh, which is the number that really matters, of a quality score of two. Um, and so hence these tables are not correct. So we started looking at this and we saw that if you change your quality score above the average and the average being about six, then you see much bigger impacts to how much you have to pay to be in the auction. And so we evaluated the first page bid relationship to the quality score. And, you know, what I'm taking away from that is the fact that if you have a low quality score, so anything below a six, you basically have to pay a certain amount. Your first page bid is mostly driven by competition that exists on the page, mm -hmm. um, right? So until you get to that point, improving your quality score from a three to a five is really not going to have that meaningful of an impact on how much you have to pay. But once you become average and you start getting better than average, that's when you can start seeing real discounts. Now, the exact amounts, we're still researching those, and uh, we hope to have an answer for that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that would be really good to know. Yeah, exactly right. So are first page bid estimates updated together with the quality score or separately? Yeah, and that's, uh, we weren't even really looking to answer that question, but we, uh, we did find some interesting information there too. And we saw that for about 70% of all keywords that had a quality score change, there was no change in the first page bid. Uh, and that made no sense to us, right? Because you would assume mm -hmm. if your quality score changes, then your first page bid would, would drop. Um, and of course, that's assuming all other factors are equal, right? So we, we looked at normalizing it for day of week and a number of other things. But, uh, but yeah, these, these first page bid estimates were not changing. So we were pretty sure that they're not being updated on the same, uh, with the same cadence as the quality score numbers are updated. And uh, I think that's really important, actually, because there are a number of bid strategies, flexible bid strategies from Google that allow you to set your bids based on a first page bid estimate or a top of page bid estimate. And obviously, if these numbers are not 
always as up-to-date as they could be, then you could be bidding too little or too much. Um, and, and we saw that in some of the, uh, the agencies that we've worked with, when they would take a first-page bid methodology and say, literally bid my first-page bid estimate, Assuming that would put them on the first page, they actually weren't on the first page because that bid was too low. Um, and so now, now it's kind of coming together. And I think it's because these first page bids are not updated um, at the same frequency as the quality score. And so you may not be bidding to what is actually happening at this moment in time. So, so that's mm-hmm. a pretty big risk, I think. Well, um, I've always had mixed feelings about quality score in general, um, mainly because, as you just said, and as I've heard um, I think I heard it from you when you were on a show uh, years ago that the CTR, average CTR, is the overwhelmingly most significant factor in quality score. So answer a couple of questions that you've definitely heard before. One of them is um, how much does landing page quality factor into quality score? And by quality, I mean um, words on the page that reflect the search query in the ad copy. Yeah, so we believe that the landing page factor is actually quite a small one. And so I, I can talk about when I was at Google and landing page quality first became a factor for quality score. It was really about more policy than quality almost. It was about weeding out thin landing pages, uh, affiliates basically veiling themselves as not affiliates. Um, or people doing scammy stuff, trying to collect email addresses for a, a mailing list and promising you a free iPod, um, or nowadays it'd be an iPhone probably, but then not delivering on that promise. And so at that point, landing page quality was really only a punitive factor. It, it could never benefit you. Now, more recently, it does come into play as a more positive factor, uh, but it's still a very small component of what we see. So it's really mostly that historical CTR um, as well as a future prediction of CTR. Now, you did ask a very specific question, which is what about the, the words on the page? Do those matter? Um, and that's, uh, I think Bing has gotten better than that, but that's kind of how things used to work at Bing. And I think maybe that's why people have this perspective that um, if you don't have the words, your keywords on the landing page, you could have been disapproved for uh, relevancy reasons. Google goes far beyond that. So Google looks much more at what is the user experience. And you know what? If I'm selling uh, flowers and I take someone to a page about roses, well, guess what? That's kind of the same thing, right? Uh, uh, roses is a type of flower. So that's still a relevant page, even if the, the word flowers could not, might not be on that page. Uh, so Google is much more looking at what is user behavior. Does the user seem to have found what they were looking, looking for, or are they just fleeing that page uh, very quickly because absolutely the wrong result? All right. Let's take a hypothetical example. Let's say that uh, an advertiser uh, is using keywords that are reflected in the ad in three places and leading to a landing page that uh, provides a fantastic user experience, not just just because of the words, uh, but because it's a quality page from Google's standpoint. So if all those things are true and the quality score is seven, is there anything that an advertiser can do? Yes, and I think that kind of goes to the point of looking at or looking beyond the quality score number of seven. I mean, what ultimately really matters to Google is the CTR. Um, and I don't know if I can explain this simply 
uh, in this kind of situation without a whiteboard, but basically think about how Google makes money, right? Google makes money by getting clicks because it's a CPC pricing system. But if you look at what the auction means, the auction is actually a cost per impression auction uh, because CPM is nothing else than CPC multiplied by CTR. Uh, you can write that out and you'll see CPM is exactly CPC multiplied by CTR. Mm-hmm. So, so Google is doing a very brilliant thing in, in that respect. Um, so, but, but, but the point I'm trying to make is because CTR is one of these very heavy factors, if you can improve your CTR by some percentage points, you're actually going to see that benefit in a lower CPC that you pay, even if you're not necessarily moving the needle from a 7 to an 8. You know, in the back end, your CTR is still improving, and that's what really matters at the end of the day. Okay. So, um, but that said, I mean, the way that our tools look at this is we try to pinpoint areas of high spend in your account that also have lower than average quality score because those are the portions of the account where you could really move the needle in terms of um, what your costs are. Right. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, until you're at a quality score, and, and and that's the thing, right? Even if you're at a quality score of ten, guess what? You can still make it better. It's it's not going to become an eleven all of a sudden. But if your CTR improves, it's going to have an impact on how much you pay. Hey, speaking of impact, we have some really impactful words from our sponsors. So, Frederick, please stay with us, and listeners, don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back, home stretch with Frederic, talking about quality score. Uh, let me dredge up a, a, a question that I'm sure you've heard as well. Uh, I've actually seen this uh, uh, written about, and I'm skeptical, and... These articles say that a 
brilliant tactic if you have or suspect that your account quality score is low, then you should open up a new account and just copy all the campaigns into the new account. Well, I mean, so in the in the old scheme before Google made that announcement on July 28th, that was um, very much valid. Now, again, it, it's valid, but it has its limitations because Google does look at historical data, not just from your account, but across different accounts. So if you were just going to use the same ad text with the same domain, with the same keywords in a new account, then you'd start pretty close to where you were before, right? So maybe some account level factors would have been cleared out, but it's not like you would have, that wouldn't have been the silver bullet to fix all of your quality score issues. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, I, you know, I, I haven't really fully evaluated it, but it sounds like it would be even less important because new keywords automatically get that benefit of the doubt. Right. Um, but then, you know, as I said, it, it's still a machine learning system. So if the machine thinks that is typically your worst than average as an advertiser, um, it's going to predict that your future impressions will, will also perform worse than average. Um, but, but, but the underlying factors to that really are much more about the relationship between keyword and query and ad text and landing page. Okay, two more hypothetical situations that uh, I hear a lot and you probably hear a lot. One of them is the mythical uh, one-keyword ad group. Um, there are those who swear that having one keyword and that keyword in the ad text all over the place and that keyword in the, on the landing page all over the place will deliver the highest possible quality score. Um, and let's, let's say, for example, that the uh, quality score is, well, I'm going to leave it at that. You know what? I think in some cases that's overkill. But uh, you know, if, if that gets you to actually write an ad text specifically to that keyword, then that's probably going to boost your CTR. So that may give you a better quality score. Now, you also have to think about the way that Google looks at um, you know these different factors, right? So they Google has an understanding of um, what is the benefit to CTR of having the keyword appear in the headline in description line one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so generically, they will look at, okay, this seems to be a good thing to use the keyword three times, uh, completely hypothetical, right? I think mm-hmm. three times is probably too many, but that could give you a benefit. It, it's What you're suggesting, though, is a much better strategy than just saying, oh, I'm going to dump a thousand keywords in an ad group and use dynamic keyword insertion and mm-hmm. hope that the ad text looks relevant. That's probably going to give you a worse CTR and a worse quality score. Gotcha. Hey, you know, we don't have time for another question, but I do want to uh, let you, uh, first of all, spell your company name for, for listeners. Yeah, it's uh, O-P as in Paul, T-M as in Mary, Y-Z-R.com. So okay. it's optimizer. There's no E between the Z and the R. That's where people often get it wrong. Uh, right. But just go, go and take a look or do a search for uh, quality score tools and uh, AdWords scripts, and you'll find us on Google under those terms. And you've got some free scripts, is that right? Yeah, we do have a number of free scripts. Um, And so we've actually improved our methodology. We now have what we call enhanced scripts. And those have taken all the programming and all the coding out of being able to use AdWords scripts for your account. But some of the older ones that we, where you actually still get the full code and you can edit the code, we have those available for free. So uh, just take a look at our website to find what some of those are. And we do have some quality score ones as well. 
Uh, but we're especially proud, of course, of the Quality Score tool, which is fully hosted and uh, beautiful visualizations and, and really helps people very easily pinpoint issues in their account and then fix them. Well, that puts meat on the bones that we've laid out here, and I really appreciate your sharing that info with us. Um, thanks for coming on the show. I'm sure I'll see you uh, in New York. Yes, I'll be in New York, and then I'll be in London at HeroConf. Great. Um, so conference season starting up. Look forward to seeing everyone there, and uh, thanks for having me on the show again, David. My pleasure. And listeners, thanks for hanging with us. Come back next week for another episode of PPC Rockstars. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.